Howdy. <laughs> Glad you're here on the Fun Astrology Podcast for Thursday, August 27th. Where has this week gone? We are knocking on September's door, aren't we? We're also knocking on another door, and I've promised I've got a plan. I've got a plan. We are going to do Virgo tomorrow. We've got a very quiet day tomorrow, but not a quiet day today. So let's talk about the stuff going on today, and then tomorrow we'll talk about some Virgo and set up the weekend. Okay? Deal? That's what we're going to do. Okay, today. First of all, the moon is void, of course, most of the morning. Since Sagittarius, as we're getting the day started, moves into Capricorn at 12.36 this afternoon, Eastern Time. So if you're one who likes to follow the void, of course, and take a little time off and not focus on moving things forward and just staying in that more neutral energy, send your boss an email this morning and just say, the moon is VOC, I'll see you at 1. Tell them Thomas said so. And if they have any questions, info at funastrology.com. <laughs> just like everybody else. Okay. <laughs> Let me know how that goes over with you for you when Mars is square the big three and and Eris is just sitting right there going, bleh. Okay, now that's the moon. Venus is trine Neptune. We had the big trines yesterday. Venus is still trine Neptune. That was in place yesterday. That one holds on through today. It's actually a 19-degree trine exact today. But the two grand trines that we had yesterday, because the moon was involved, they are yesterday's newspaper. Now, here's the big one that we need to talk about. This actually started yesterday, but I just wanted to stay in the space of those grand trines. But I've already seen in the headlines that we have some definite justification for this, and that is the fall edition of the moon wobble began yesterday. All right. What is the moon wobble? I love talking about the moon wobble. I learned this from actually from a guy that I was following on uh, social media. And I guess he kind of popularized this in his own generation of doing astrology. He's very retired now, but talks about it occasionally. And I picked up on it. There's very little online. And I don't know where you would go digging to do some astrological history and research on this. But here's the deal, and it's an interesting pattern. When the sun either aspects the north or south node of the moon by a conjunction or a square, that is the peak of the moon wobble period. Let me say that again. When the sun intersects the nodes of the moon, now remember the nodes of the moon, the north and south nodes, are always 180 degrees opposite each other. So there's always an opposition line there with the nodes of the moon. This is when the sun either conjuncts one of the two nodes or it squares that line. So those of you having coffee with me this morning, how many times a year does that happen? Let's <laughs> see, so get out the calculator. It would be four, right? Okay, so four times a year, as the sun moves around, it squares, then it conjuncts, then it squares, then it conjuncts, and then we're back to the starting place or wherever you begin the process. So we are now at a square to the axis that will peak on September 16th. Here's how you calculate the start and stop times. You take the exact moment of either the conjunction or the square, and you back up 21 days. Then after it peaks 
So beginning September 16th, you count seven days. That puts us at September 23rd. So the window this time for the moon wobble is August 26th to September 23rd, with it peaking on the 16th. Now, what's the moon wobble all about? Well, anything you read on it will tell you exactly the same things. That it becomes a time of basically natural disasters and catastrophes. The last time we had a moon wobble, the very first week of the moon wobble, COVID-19 just went all hell broke loose. That was when there were cases in China and cases in South Korea and cases in Seattle and in Italy and blah, blah, blah. You know, just it was when it just went rampant was the first week of the moon wobble. The attacks on the Twin Towers in New York City happened during the moon wobble. And it goes on and on. You can trace it back. Now, it doesn't mean that something big and major like a 9-11 is going to happen. Often during a moon wobble period, you'll have an increase or more activity around volcanoes. Or, as today is day number two, what is the big headline in the Gulf of Mexico? Hurricane Laura now headed for the coast. The track this morning is showing it hitting somewhere around the Beaumont, Texas area, around the Texas-Louisiana border, tracking north up through Shreveport, and then taking a right turn at Albuquerque, like Bugs Bunny used to say. <laughs> yeah, I should have turned north. I should have turned right at Albuquerque. So that's kind of the path, but it has transformed from a tropical storm to a Cat 4 hurricane in 48 hours. And during that time, the moon wobble began. Another headline from yesterday is there was some tension in the South Sea. And I've had my eye on this for a while, kind of wondering if something breaks, where might it break? There is a lot of tension between the United States and China and China and Taiwan, all in the South Sea. And if you read the headlines on that, I'm not going to go into it. But there is also some activity there. And that's the kind of thing that we point our ears up. If we were Spock, we would raise that eyebrow a little bit and we'd turn that ear in, you know? That's the kind of thing that you do during moon wobbles, and that's what you're looking for. It can certainly affect our own lives as well. And basically, the kind of the guidebook is don't do the same things you wouldn't do during a Mercury retrograde. Sign contracts, buy expensive items like a new car, um, buy a house, move, all these things that are big major events in life, if you follow this, should just be tabled until the window is clear, which would be September 24th. Generally, a Mercury retrograde lasts three weeks. This lasts four, and it can often and will overlap a Mercury retrograde as well. In this particular case, Mercury goes retrograde on October 13th, so this will have been out for three weeks, and then we get Mercury retrograde for three weeks. Don't forget, it still is 2020. <laughs> what else would you expect, right? We couldn't just get them all over in one shot this year. Oh, no. Let's drag it out. Three weeks on, three weeks off, three weeks back on. Anyway, that's something just to, as I say, as we've said on these before, and we talked about the moon wobble back when COVID broke out. We just didn't have the context of COVID like we do now. But it is something, as I say, to tuck under your hat and keep in mind. And I think we obviously continue to live our lives, and we 
keep a little eye up to the sky and we ponder the moon wobble for the next three weeks. All right? Or four weeks. Actually, four. I said three. It's a total of four. I think it really does wane off, though, after the peak. I think that last week is tapering energy. It generally is the first or second week that are the more active periods. All right. Have a good one. We'll talk you Virgos. It'll be your day tomorrow. Here. Tell your friends. And thanks for all those great reviews on iTunes. I really appreciate it. If you have some criticism that you'd like to flush out and talk about, email me at info at funastrology.com. Have a great day. Ciao, ciao.